party people. This is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I want to thank you so much for being here. I want to give a big shout out to this amazing community and audience that I have because you guys have been killing it. I just checked my numbers. I think I have about 30,000 downloads for this month. Thank you so much. You guys rock. So anyway, I want to uh, bring on here all these amazing humans that'll help you grow and challenge the way you think. And today I found Miriam Gunn. She is a licensed therapist and a certified coach and helps business and high performers become successful so that they can add their influence to this amazing world that we share. So Miriam, first of all, I want to thank you for being here. I don't know why I hear myself twice. I think maybe there's an echo from, from, um, from where you are. Um, but anyway, how are you, Miriam? Welcome, welcome. How are you? I am doing so good, Nina, and I'm really grateful to be here. Would you like me to put in headphones so that um, um, I can I'm Probably. Maybe that's the reason why but, it's echoing, because it's echoing in the room, maybe? Yeah, let's try it, because that is so frustrating when you're in post-production <laughs> and trying to make it sound good, and you're just like, ah. So that's right. Cause Miriam guys, she has a podcast. So because she has a podcast now and she's been doing it, she told me, um, just a short while she's learning all of this post-production, pre-production, this production, that production, and it's getting super fun. Right, Miriam? It is. I have loved it. It has been one of the most fun projects I have ever tried. That's awesome. So Miriam, um, I have a really great audience. I have a phenomenal audience. They are always engaging. I get a lot of comments and feedbacks and DMs and emails. It took me years to kind of work that up to make sure that they know I love them and that I'm engaged with them and they do that back. So I say that to say, I know they're listening. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and we'll go from there. All right. Well, I, um, I was born in Madison, Wisconsin, so I've got kind of a Midwest twang when I talk with other Midwesterners, but my family moved to Utah when I was 10. My dad got a job, and so you don't hear it unless I talk with people from the Midwest. Um, I have lived here for quite a while. I'm not going to actually share my age, but I moved north to go to school at Utah State University, and I uh, always wanted to be a veterinarian, and at some point, Something got a hold of my heart, and though I love animals desperately, I kind of came to the conclusion that I want to invest my life in people. And so mm -hmm. I spent the next 25 years in a, um, a, a faith-based non-charity that helped mentor college students. I did that for 25 years. Cool. I helped them so much of the time. Many of their problems really required a therapist, and so mm -hmm. I would go with them to their therapy appointments. I would help them set it up. And at a certain point in time, I went, well, I'm saying the same thing the therapist is saying. Maybe I should just get that degree. So I got the degree and became a therapist and loved it and found out that the people I like working with the most are entrepreneurs. And at that mm. point, I got a business um, certification for coaching, too, actually. And I love working with entrepreneurs. I love that your audience is both men and women because mm -hmm. I love working with both genders. They're both unique and they bring really um, different skill sets to the table. Um, mm -hmm. But that's mm -hmm. that's a little bit about me. So I've been yeah. doing yeah, the therapy thing for probably 15 years-ish and the coaching thing for probably six or seven Oh, that's so fun. That's so fun. And you know, I, and I, I don't want to do it. I want you to do it. Can you 
give my audience the difference between the therapy and coaching? Why sure. are they different? Sure. And it's such a good question. I, I mean, this is my own definition. So this is like not going to be found in a textbook or anything, but I really feel like, um, if you put a, a, maybe a zero in the middle or a little hash mark in the middle, and if you were to go backwards and you're like, I'm struggling with this, 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 and this that came from my childhood and whatever and blah, blah, that would be more of a therapy space, the trauma and the um, maybe the maladaptive things that we learned as children. And then if you're like, I am doing good and I want to head this direction forward, I would put that in more of the coaching space. Now, to be honest with you, all good therapists coach, and I think all good coaches understand how to take into account someone's past and their background. But, you know, like in terms of legally, in order to be a therapist, you have to go to school and get a master's degree and do a huge amount of hours depending on your degree and then take a national exam to get licensed, et cetera, et cetera. And so a lot of times I find people in these two fields getting a little bit territorial, um, more on the therapist side. They, I think, look down their noses at coaches a little bit to say, well, you didn't have to get this kind of training and blah, blah. Right. Right. I do find that people who are natural coaches, they didn't need the four years, to be right. honest. Right, right. And I think, you know, that, and thank you for explaining that, because I think there is a distinct difference between both, right? And so I, I'm a coach. Um, I've been to therapy, but I'm not a therapist, right? Yes. Um, and I do uh, neuro-linguistic programming as well. And that does sometimes touch a little bit about the the past traumas, but only to give you a lens to look forward, yes. not to actually diagnose and, and all of that. It's literally to look at the, the trauma or whatever that you think might be causing your, your, um, your, your, um, your unstable-ness or your, your feeling of not moving forward or feeling stuck, right? Right. And those are two different things. And I respect therapists because I know that they go to school for a long time. This is something that they really do and they really study. And it's not, you know, it's not like um, an easy thing to do. Coaching, you can do oh, in so many different ways. Like you said, natural coaches don't really have to go for their certification. I did. I went for my NLP, my NLP masters, and I went for my life coaching. And I did that on purpose because first of all, I, I believe in learning. I believe in education. I love learning. It's like, I just love it. Right. Um, and also because I feel like there is something to be said with learning modalities, different modalities, um, instead of just having a conversation and coaching. Right. So um, I so I respect both is what I'm trying to say. So, Miriam, I love that you saw the potential in, in working with people, especially as you started to work with people and taking them to therapy. But what you are to me is an action taker. Right. Because you saw that and you said, wait a second. They're saying exactly what I'm saying. They just have the, the 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 letters behind their name. You know, they have the certifications. They have all of that. So I'm going to go do that too. So you're an action taker. That's already clear, right? Um, so do you work? I know that you said you work with both genders. Do you work with different ages? Um, mm -hmm. do, and, oh, here I got I got one for you. Do you prefer coaching more than therapy, or therapy more than coaching, or do you like both? Tell me, tell me how you feel about that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I got to watch my words here. Um, <laughs> straight talk, straight talk, no sugar. Straight talk, no sugar. 
Yeah. My, I mean, part of my business model, I'm an approved supervisor with um, AAMFT, which is the Marriage and Family Therapy National Association. And so within my company, I have a therapy division and a coaching division. So I have four therapists that work with me and for me. And we, um, we work together. So when they find a business owner who wants really what is coaching and not therapy, but they didn't know better and they said they wanted therapy, my people send them my direction and I love working with them. When I have a coaching person who wants to do marital therapy, which I don't really enjoy doing anymore. I was good at it. I did it for a lot of years. I saved some marriages. I helped some people get divorced. Shh, don't tell my mom. Anyway, um, we help each other that way within my company. Um, I, I guess I'm not going to say that I like therapy better or coaching better. I, I really appreciate what you would call people who take action, which for the mm-hmm. most part, entrepreneurs are those kind of people yeah, and high performers are people who don't own companies, but they could if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And the reason mm-hmm. I enjoy working with those type of people is that I spent many, many years working with people who, for one reason or another, couldn't or wouldn't make changes that would pull their life forward. And I'm I'm not being um, critical of that. There are things that right. get in people's way that, yeah. you know, constrain them from making the changes. But also, there are a lot of times people can be maybe, I don't want to be harsh, but lazy about their own self-growth. And that is just not what I wanted to work with. I don't think that's what anybody wants to work with. But I made a decision to say, I'm going to work with a certain type of people because they energize me. And when you Mm -hmm. and I were Mm -hmm. talking before we started recording, you said, yeah, I'm super busy, but it doesn't even feel like work. It's because you're doing what you were meant to do and you're doing what you love. And when I work with people who are action oriented, it doesn't feel like work. Right. Right. So yes, exactly. And I think that, you know, it has a lot to do with us aligning ourselves to our passion, aligning ourselves to our thought process and things that really do fill us with joy. And I don't mean happiness, like walking around all happy all day. I'm talking about just, it fills you, right? It makes you feel like you're here for, and you're aligned for a purpose. And, mm-hmm. um, and that really feels good, you know? Um, and so when I'm working with same as you, um, high performers and, and entrepreneurs, and I help them kind of pull out of them what they're envisioning for their future in their life. It's a very, um, it's so rewarding, isn't it? When you're working yeah. with someone, Miriam, that you know, you're you're laying out some strategic things for them to do. Um, and then they do it, right? Yeah. And then they start seeing results. And then you're like, this works. This is why we do what we do. So Miriam, I'm going to uh, now get into a little bit about what it is exactly you do when you are coaching people. So um, do you coach in groups? Do you coach one by one? And do you coach businesses or individuals? What What do you do? Right. I do a little bit of everything in part because I just get charmed by the people who reach out to me. And mm-hmm. um, I love so that. I would I would like to say that this is exactly what I do, this one thing. But to be honest with you, 
I do a little bit of group coaching. Uh, primarily, it's more one-on-one. Mm -hmm. um, I have one company that I go into once a month and I work with their executive team. I have several entrepreneurs that I work with weekly as they're developing their company. And I have several people that I still do therapy with. Um, I like variety and I love mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I would say the thing that I really specialize in doing is just very quickly assessing what is going on that's keeping them from their next level. And I, I use the word self-sabotage and I'm not trying to be negative, but there are things that we yeah. do that keep us. Sometimes yeah. it's something that we don't know, but most of the time we already know this yeah. is keeping me from that next level. And that could be the relationship or it could be a revenue goal, or it could be just peace. Like a lot of mm -hmm, times people mm -hmm. just want peace and calm in their life. And so mm -hmm. I think that one of the things that I do well is give me the lay of the land, whether it's your life or your company, let's talk about it. Let's figure out what is the, I kind of think about it like Jenga blocks. What's the blocks? What are the blocks that we want to push on and pull out? And some of them, of course, are easier than others. And the goal is to do it without letting anything tip over. So you do that. a little bit of, you know, knocking on this block and that block until you can get something to move a little bit. And then you pull it out and you say, okay, we don't have to deal with that anymore. That's good. I love that analogy. My whole brain already went in there. I was like, well, yeah, pull that out, pull this in, put that, don't touch that. That one's going to topple things over. I love that analogy. I'm a very visual person, so I got that. Um, that's really great. So when, when people are calling you uh, to work with you, are you working towards um, like, uh, like their, their, wellness in their in their like mindset and mental state and all of that or are you strategically working on business plans and stuff like that like how does that look sure um you know i have always gotten in a little bit of trouble in my various disciplines for not being narrow enough and in school they said <laughs> You have to come up with a theory of change. And I said, my theory of change is the client's theory of change. So how <laughs> they think change happens is how I want to work with them. And they said, well, you really can't do that. And you have to choose one. And I, and I didn't. And I still got an A on my paper anyway. <laughs> and I you. spent 15 years working with everybody's theory of change. Because going back to the Jenga blocks, Maybe you need to change your mindset, but maybe what you want is a strategic business plan. And if you mm. just give me enough time, I'll give you both. And maybe you don't want a strategic business plan. You want to get over this anxiety or, you know, whatever. But the reason you're anxious is because you don't have a strategic business plan and you have no idea what you're doing and you're just frustrated or you have mm -hmm, some idea, mm -hmm. but not enough of an idea. Mm -hmm. So I, I really am a jack of all trades and I would hope I'm a master of some. Um, right. And, you know, we listen and I'm assessing for what is it the person thinks they need and what do I think they need? And let's see if we can't get both of those things going down the path at the same time. Wow, that's really powerful. Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's funny because um, when we were off the air, I was talking to you about all the hats that I wear. And I normally, depending on the person I'm speaking to, some people are like, oh my gosh, you do too much. You really need to stop. And then other people are just like, wow, you do a lot. That's great. So it always depends on who you're speaking to, right? Um, I, I don't, 
it's so funny. Like I'm listening to you and I'm like, huh, it's funny because I've worked with different coaches, right? So I've worked with, and I like that. I like, like I constantly invest in myself. I'm constantly investing in myself. I think that's super important because for many years of my life, I never invested in myself, right? Yeah. It was survival mode, right? Only survive, take care of your kids and pay your bills and all of that. And I never invested in myself until I'm, I'm 50 now, but until like maybe my thirties where I finally said, I'm done. I need to invest in me, you know? And so I started doing that and that has really catapulted me into the person and the human that I am today. And um, I, I like that you do that. I like that you think of the person and think of the needs of that person. And that's what you're working with. Have you ever, um, I mean, I know you said you like to work with high performers and people who are, are going to be action takers. Have you ever had anyone or had to be put in the position to say, this isn't working? Um, maybe I'm not the right fit or the right person for you. Have you ever had that? Yeah, I have. Um, I want to be careful not to share details because no, obviously under HIPAA yeah. and whatever. Of course. Um, but I I have had people in the past where their goals felt to me extremely unhealthy. They okay. wanted help. Um, you know how we all have that voice inside us that says, this is really bad for you, get out. Whether it's yeah, a yeah, relationship yeah. or a job or, you know, it could be anything. And you have that voice and people who are um, good at self-sabotaging have learned how to squish and kill that voice now, 90% mm -hmm. of the time, it's I'm maybe 100% of the time, it's not their fault. They grew up in a space where they had to learn how to squish that voice right. because right. that's how they survived that situation. Right. And and I think that we're given those coping mechanisms for reasons, and it's super important. Uh, many, many people, well, you know, very, I guess I should back up and say very few people come from an idyllic childhood. Many people have hard mm -hmm. things in their past. And the ability to cope and manage and navigate is one of the things that makes human beings extraordinary. Mm -hmm. However, when you become an adult, you have to let some of those things go. And a lot of times yeah. people aren't even aware that they have these maladaptive behaviors. So I have had some clients, whether they were coaching or um, therapy folks, who have asked me to help them be okay with X. And right. I determine X to be really toxic or bad for them. And I and what I have said in as gently a way as I, I can, love that. I, mm -hmm. I like you, I value you, I understand how important this is to you. Unfortunately, from my perspective, this this X, this thing that you want us to work toward is against my value systems because it puts you in harm's way, either physically mm -hmm. or emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, spiritually. And I, I just can't go there. I will help you find someone else. I don't know if they can go there with you or not. They might feel mm -hmm. exactly the same way I do. Mm -hmm. But in mm -hmm. all integrity, I can't go there with you. I love that. I love that because it, it not only doesn't show that you're integral, but it also may even, may even switch a light bulb. Right. Because when somebody's not willing to go down that road with you, it's a very lonely road. And you have to ask yourself, is this the right thing at some point? At some point. Right. I think we've all done things that sabotaged ourselves or, you know, was toxic or wasn't healthy for what we were doing. Uh, 
But at some point, and not everyone, but at some point, a lot of us will look at that and say, this is wrong. This is not helping me. It's hurting me, right? Yeah. It's from those things. It's from those failures, those hard times, those things that come against you. I feel that you get the best feedback and life is your coach, right? Yeah. Life becomes the best coach you will ever have. And I think it's because it's it teaches you lessons that no one can teach you. Only life can teach you these lessons if you're willing to learn. If, if you're, you're willing, willing to, learn, to learn, if you're willing to look at it and say, okay, I can learn from this. I mm -hmm. love that, Miriam. I love that you do that. I love that you work with business professionals and high performers. And I love that you're like really um, in tune or trying to become very in tune with what it is this person needs, right? Because like you said, well, what if this person's a vision of anxiety is this, but this person's you know business plan is that they actually need this. And can we do both? You yeah. know, I, I don't. I, I don't poo poo that, if you will, right? Because I think that it's a really good thing for us to know who we are, too, Miriam. Like, you have to know your capacity. You have to, as a coach and as a therapist, know your capacity of what you're willing or not willing to compromise, right? Yeah. So, that's yeah. really, really awesome. I love that you do that. So, when somebody calls you, let's say for coaching, right? Um, is it a. Um, like a, a structured program that you put them on? Like, is it 12 weeks? Is it, you know, is it longer? Is it whatever they need at the moment? Like, how do you work that out? Yeah, in general, um, we have a conversation and we just find out what do they need? What are they aiming toward? What is their budget? Usually I, well, not usually, I do ask for a three month. I, I do my coaching yeah. in three month blocks of time because... Mm -hmm. 90 days is an am amazing, you can get a lot done in 90 yes, days. Can. It mm -hmm. has a beginning and an ending and usually two sessions before that, like if they're, well, or one, if they're weekly, I'll go two. If they're every other week, I'll go one before the end and I'll say, do you want to keep working? Do you feel like we've accomplished your goals? Do you have new goals? You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's powerful, right? And then we can, we can help at least for me, because I, I, like I said, I have coaches too. And the reason I have coaches is because I love to be held accountable. Like yeah. that is something that I need in my life, right? Some people are very good and don't, don't need that. Don't need that, that full accountability. I, on the other hand, love accountability. Like I thrive on that. And that's, you know, something that has helped me to become very successful in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. It was always being accountable to my kids. I had to feed them. Right. <laughs> so it was always being accountable to my kids and showing my kids that you could do anything you put your mind to. And both of my kids are entrepreneurs because of it. Right. And so I think it's um, it's a very um, a powerful thing that we can share with other people is their mindset, their aspects, accountability, how to, you know, how to um, uh, do things in a way that is more strategic. You have strategy now. Right, Miriam, instead of just waking up and saying today, I want to make block. You know, I want to make blah, blah, blah. And then you don't even get to it because you're not strategic enough. So I think coaches are amazing. And I love that you have both aspects and not that you'll do both with them, but I love that you do both aspects. I think in your mind, in your brain, you can at least analyze a little bit further than somebody who doesn't have the therapy part. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's yeah. really powerful. Good for you. Um, so I love everything about you, your energy, who you are. I love all of that. So I know that my audience is probably listening and like, all right, already, Nina, shut up and let Miriam tell us where we can work with her. <laughs> so, 
Miriam, <laughs> tell us how we can find you, work with you, support you, you know, follow you uh, on your social media handles, all that great stuff. Please give us all that. Awesome. Nina, you're the best. I also appreciate just your energy. You're very bubbly in such a good way, in all the good ways. Okay. So, um, my website is leave better. That's one word. Like I want you to leave this that. conversation better, leavebetter.com. And, um, you can reach out to me from there, or you can email me directly at Miriam at leave better. And it's M I R I A M M is in Mary. Anyway, Miriam at leave better, um, dot com, or uh, I'm on Instagram at leave better. And my new baby podcast that I'm so proud of is the Leave Better podcast. And it, it. that Leave Better is one word. And I say it's all smushed together because right. all of our stuff inside us is smushed together. The good and the bad and the hard and whatever. So it's not two separate words. One word leave better. I love it. I love it. I love it, Miriam. I love it. I love everything you stand for. I love that you, you know, you know exactly who you are and how to help those that need your help. And thank you so much for sharing this space with me and for being here and um, really just downloading on my audience because they're, they're really a fantastic audience. So I can't wait uh, for you to hear from them and, um, and see how beautiful this podcast will do. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Nina. Thank you. I feel like I met a friend. Oh, yes, you did, girlfriend. Yes, you did. <laughs> thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for listening and watching it. All that great stuff. You guys are killing it killing it. And so thank you so much for all the podcasts and all the stuff that you have been sharing. I cannot believe how fast that this is growing. And it's all because of you wanting to invest in yourselves, investing your growth in your mindset, investing you pushing yourself forward. And that is a beautiful thing. So this is Nina Perez. I'm going to make sure to put all of Miriam's information below on the show notes so that you can um, go on there, subscribe to her podcast and make sure that you go on to her site. If you want to work with her, please make sure you reach out because she has that beautiful energy about her that I know you guys really do appreciate. Thank you so much for being here. Straight talk, no sugar added. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.